Any views or opinions expressed on KUR are not necessarily those of Kutztown University. Kutztown University Student Government, Kutztown University Student Services Incorporated, KUR staff and management or other affiliated organizations. Hello. Hello. I'm Jake. And I'm Tori. And welcome to Perspectives. This is a show where we bring you the weirdest, eccentric, outlandish, and uncommon news stories from around the world. And locally, of course. I need to calm down. I'm good. Well, we Here reached we the end. This is it. This is it. Um, I like to say it's been a fun ride, but... You make it sound like this is the ultimate end, which is not. It is, Tori, because after this... We go our own separate ways. I'm never going to see you again. You're literally living with me. And I don't know why I asked of that either. Do you know how many people are like, hey, do you need a roommate next year? <laughs> and I had to repeatedly say, I literally live with you already. Mm. Two. In fact. And, and you, you, uh, you followed that with, oh, I have a roommate too, in fact, which the one guy I am so, so excited to live with. He's so clean. He's so neat. He's the perfect roommate. And the other guy's Jake. I actually don't know much about Matt, so. He has a beard. Uh, yeah, I know that. He has a girlfriend. He has a girlfriend. Likes guitars. Uh, Yeah, he plays guitar. Plays Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. I forgot I agreed to. Yes, every Friday night. It's Wednesday, you said. It, we moved it to Friday. No, you did not. Yes, we did. Is he serious? Actually, it's undecided yet. We don't know. But anyway. Uh, I can't believe I even agreed to that. I think I was just so desperate not to pay fifteen hundred a month. Like, <laughs> and I like Amy. So if Amy was there, you know, like halfway like through, like that's fine. You know, Joe. You know, we talk about Amy so much in this show. She she we comes up like well, every episode. Yeah. Um. So I thought that hey, I saw her passing in the hallway, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> we not I know her. Passing in the hallway. I know her uh-huh. on the way to the studio. So I was like, hey, um. Amy and she's like, "Who are you?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm the host on uh, KUR Perspectives." You're like, "Oh, you're that guy with Tori." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, that's me." And so I brought her in, and uh, here she is. Oh wow! Oh my gosh! Everyone, it's Amy. Woo! I'm gonna be late for PE. So, what do you want me to say again? Are you doing the fitness grand pacer test? Yeah. Mm. What was your highest score on that? I don't remember. I, I walked it with my friends. Really? And I walked the mile run, too. Oh, my God. Because we were, like, protesting. We actually just couldn't run because I was, like, never mind. I'm not going to say that. Okay. It's your third time being on the podcast. Uh, po- oh, my God. Is it my third time? I, I did it. I thought it was my I did it. second time. I always fought everybody who ever came on here. It's like, this podcast, it's a radio show. And now in the final episode, I said podcast. Wow. You're changing sides. I am. Since because I started to uh, date you. Is this like an interview or something? It is. Um, Can I ask some questions? Okay. Uh, you're underqualified. For what? So anyway, uh, <laughs> the title of this article is, I had a funny feeling about a guy I was dating. Turns out he's the father to my child. Mm-hmm. This is one of those like clickbait articles, mm-hmm. but I just thought it'd be entertaining. It's Give 99% me, um, not real, but hey. Me, um, uh, what's his name? Jerry Springer vibes. Very yes, very drinkers. Um, we've all had a moment where we've run into someone in public, but not recognize them because their appearance has drastically changed. It can be a little embarrassing, but it's easy enough to handle. However, for one woman, it came with an apparently early shattering realization: her daughter's biological dad. 
on Reddit, all good stories start on Reddit, the woman asked for advice, claiming she discovered that a man she's been dating actually impregnated her. Uh, I always hate saying impregnated. Why? Why? Because it feels weird to say, like, impregnated. Doesn't it just sound, like, naughty? No, you're good. Uh, for over four years during a one-night stand. What's that? It's um where you buy a nightstand. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, well, I guess in that case, I had a one-night stand before I got to college. So I bought a nightstand. Why am I living with you next year? They didn't keep in touch, clearly. Uh, but she claims they recently started dating after meeting at an event, and she's only just realized. Writing her account, she explains, I'm a single mother to a beautiful little girl from one night stand <laughs> about 4.5 years ago. Uh, I just finished college and had just moved and wasn't looking for anything serious. It also happened was also – she was also just before I left my two-month-long post-college vacation. Two-month-long post-college vac- – what? Uh, I've been dating this man for four months. He's met my daughter once. They get along extremely well, but I don't let – them overlap too much prior to last week's he's been prior to last week he's been coming back to my place uh because i had a bad experience going back to another man's place a year ago so i'm back at his place the first time it's the same freaking building as that man i didn't i replaced that word i didn't really recognize it until we pulled into the parking garage and went up the elevator i know it is I recognized the hallways instantly. It also had a very recognizable building smell. The flat itself is similar. Oh, is it British? Who does look like me? You. No, show me. <laughs> nothing like him. In the middle of my article. That's January 30th, 2020. <laughs> that looks nothing like you. Yeah? Yeah, that's me. Where'd you get that picture? I'm in it. <laughs> I think this was in my room. The flat itself is similar to before years. I honestly don't remember anything but his room and that he had a red couch uh, and a layout, which I'm assuming is similar to most condos. That's uh, that's basically the article. It, it ends basically there after a couple more paragraphs. But I would like I pulled this article up for a reason. Mm-hmm. I want to speaking of protesting. I want to protest stupid stuff like that. I realize people get paid to write those things, but it, um, it's more or less just fan fiction, right? In a sense. Yeah. In a sense. And people like get paid to go on that website, which I'm not going to point out. It's a very famous website for really dumb articles. Um, but we're going to move on to some better articles <laughs> after these messages. Amy, why don't you say the tag for KUR? What is it? Oh, you got it. K- <laughs> yeah. KUR. <laughs> Kutztown uh, University Radio. Station. Wow, look at that. <laughs> Go ahead, Tori. This is brought to you by the voice no. of Kutztown University. Oh my God. Wow, an official member doesn't even know the tagline. You are listening to, to the radio voice of Kutztown University, University KUR.
Ranger Station, Ranger speaking. Yeah, hi. Uh, I'd like to report a bear sighting. Location? In the forest near the side of the road. No need for alarm, sir. The forest is where bears live. But this was no ordinary bear. No ordinary bear? At one second, I'm having a smoke taken into view. Next thing I know, I am face to face with Smokey Bear. Let me guess, Smokey had a tip for you. He did. He must have seen me toss my cigarette on the ground. He told me never to do that because it only takes one spark to start a wildfire. He's a smart bear. Did you know that nine out of ten wildfires are caused by humans? That means nine out of ten wildfires can be prevented. That's what Smokey said. I had no idea. That's why Smokey's famous, and you're not. Good point. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference, because nine out of ten wildfires are caused by humans. Brought to you by Smokey Bear, the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. back with perspectives you know what's really funny jake <laughs> your face uh no should i say amy's face well you're dating her so it depends if you want the repercussions of that what's funny tori um that this uh paper that i have to read expires never because KUR oh. podcasts are a good sampling of our programming regularly on multiple different platforms some of our best talk programming can be found on spotify <laughs> pause for laughter because it says best talk programming and Apple Podcasts. Simply open your Spotify or Apple Podcasts and search for Kutztown University Radio and listen to the many great podcasts featured. Some of our older podcasted programming is still available on YouTube. Search for Kutztown University Radio to find them. Can I help you? Talking in the middle of my presentation. Ta Finally, Stalling. some of our best music-based programming is podcasting on Mixcloud. To go to our Mixcloud page, go to www.mixcloud.com backslash KU Radio backslash to listen on demand. This message is brought to you by the Radio Voice of Kassan University, KUR. Oh, look at that. It happened. Hmm. So, Amy, what do you want to be when you grow up? Um, Depends. Yeah, probably like a doctor or a lawyer. Okay. Definitely not anything like, like a teacher. They don't get paid well and they're overworked. Yeah, I heard like, and like they're kind of weird. Yeah, I knew this teacher once. Mr. Lemke. Mr. Lemke. Yeah. I think I had him before. Really? Yeah. What did you think of him? Should I say that? No. <laughs> Never mind. He was a, he was a very respectable man. <laughs> what, what did you go to his class for? Like, what, what subject? Um, it was when I was studying to be um, a, an astronaut. So it was like physics. Wow, you're so smart. Yeah. Oh, well, my computer is deciding to not load some of the articles. But um, before we get to any articles, I have a question for you, Amy. Okay. Do you want to join KUR but don't want to be on air? Yes. Well, we have a spot for you. <laughs> Contact us at KUR at kutztown.edu and express your interest, and we will find the perfect place for you at KUR. KUR is anything you want to make it. If you don't hear back within a few days, please stop by rooms 188 or 190 in the McFarland Student Union Building or call us at 610-683-4059 during normal business hours. 
We hope to see you soon. This message is brought to you by the radio voice of Kutsan University, KUR. And this expires in less than a week. I have a question for Amy because we were talking about our headphones mm -hmm. and talking about being um, gamer girls mm -hmm. and how um, Twitch streamers are, you know, there's a lot of male and female, but, you know, there's different connotations for each right. Um, right. individual in what they choose Definitely to represent themselves yep. as such. But um, so on the game uh, realm of video games, mm -hmm. Amy, do you avidly play video games at all? Um, I'm an avid Wii player. Oh. Still, is that embarrassing? Should I not say that? No, that's good. No, I play, and I'm a big uh, Animal Crossing um, fiend still, even though it's not cool anymore. Mm -hmm. I still. Listen, they got that new release, though. Yeah. And so I think it's well worth it. It is. And Wii Sports, they're coming out with a Switch Sports. Yes. And honestly, it's basically just a ripoff of Wii Sports. It literally looks like the exact same thing, but as a Switch version. But oh, Wii Sports is top tier. And then you got the extra resort one. Do you know that resort one where you could like fly and stuff? I had the resort one. And I, the one like where you stand on that platform and like almost oh, like joust. joust. Yeah. I was a boss at that. I still think I hold like a record. Bro. And then you would get that one character with like the goatee and he would like yes, demolish the final you. boss. Yeah. And I beat him. I Matt? Swear. That's his name is Matt. It, actually, it? his name is Matt. Yeah. It is. I beat Matt. Sorry, Matt. Anyways. Um, unfortunately, Animal Crossing or um, Wii Sports or Wii Sports Resorts doesn't count. But for the video game Hall of Fame, um, they inducted Miss Pac-Man and Ocarina of Time for their um, Hall of Fame in New York. It was announced uh, as the introduction of a groundbreaking game for Miss Pac-Man Dance Dance Revolution. I love that um, game. I know. The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time and Sid Meier's Civilization, which I hear a lot of people call, just call Civ. Civ. Um, Civ, yeah. Like Civ. Yeah. Um, the World Video Game Hall of Fame, part of the Strong National Museum of Play in Rochester, announced the four games were selected from a field of nominees that also included, you ready? Mm hmm Assassin's Creed. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Candy Crush. <laughs> Let's go. Minesweeper. Okay. NBA Jam. Oh, my God. Okay. This one makes me happy. Parappa the Rapper. Never played it. Oh, that one's good. Okay. Resident Evil. All right. And Rogue. Rogue and Worlds with Friends. Or Words with Friends. Oh, Words with Friends. Wow. I remember, I freaking forgot about Words with Friends. Amy, were you ever in that uh, Words with Friends wave? No. I don't hmm. even remember what wave that was. Was it like 2014 or something? Probably around that time. That's kind of like, that's like the precursor to Wordle. Oh, okay. Like that ran so Wordle could walk. Mm. You know what I mean? Or is it the other way around? Mm -hmm. Walk, then run? Yeah, I think okay. so. Is it? Yes. That walk so... Somewhere they could run. Yeah, 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 I think so. Mm -hmm. Anyways, Ms. Pac-Man, the 1981 sequel to arcade classic Pac-Man, sold 125,000 cabinets within five years of its release, making it one of the five best-selling arcade games of all times, uh, the museum said. By offering the first widely recognized female video game character, Ms. Pac-Man, represented a turn in the cultural conversation about women's place in the arcade as well as society at large, Julia Novakovic, Senior archivist at the Strong said in a news release, Dance Dance Revolution, which first arrived in Japanese arcades in 1998, has been followed by more than 100 versions of the rhythmic game, and it's credited with inspiring other music-based games, including Guitar Hero and Rock Band. Mm. Um, have you ever played DDR? TDR? DD, Dance Dance Revolution. Oh, you yes. You never heard of DDR either? No. 
Dance Dance Revolution is always like. I remember the intro. It was like Dance yeah. Dance Revolution. Yeah. Hottest Party Three. Like that's the one I had. Serious? <laughs> that's how they said it. They're like Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> hottest Party Three or something like that. I think that's what it was. I don't know. I'm whipping this out. I have out. a feeling it. I have a feeling that. There's my like, thought bubble whipping out. That the game, like one of the locations you can dance on, was like a yacht with like pre-rendered like woman. You know what I'm talking about? All I know is my cat peed on the see. mat. That's all I remember. <laughs> That's all I remember, and I was so upset. Guitar so, Hero, though. Yeah. That was a generation. I had the rock, the the like the heavy metal version. Yeah. And yeah. the Beatles version. Wow, look at that. Yeah. Rock band was uh, what's my thing? Well, oh, really I wait. I yeah, I had like Beatles Rock Band and then Guitar Hero, the mm. heavy metal edition. Anyways, as Dance Dance Revolution's name implies, it truly provided a revolution for the music's game scene. Video game curator Lindsay Curano said music has been an integral part of human life since prehistoric times. So it comes as no surprise that DDR, Jake, DDR enjoyed a unique popularity that spanned ages, genders, and religions. Or religions, regions. Wow. And The Le- uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, which Classic. earned multiple Game of the Year awards when it was released for the Nintendo 64 in 1998 and has often been cited as among the top video games of all time. Even today, developers throughout the world credit The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time as influencing the way they create games. This game's sprawling 3D world of fluid combat, complex puzzles, and time-shifting story combined to inspire a wonder in players that they have never forgotten. You Digital- know who you sound like? You sound like those people at the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Like when a character comes through, they always have to say something about it. That's what you sound like. I'm just being the Oracle Man. I know. Anyway, Sid Meier's Civ, which is the last one they mm-hmm. talked about, released in 1991, reinventing the strategy genre of players, taking control of empires over the course of centuries and in in-game time. My Joe's best friend plays Civ okay. like, all the time. That's the only reason I know it. <laughs> That's why I call it Civ. Uh, the addictive nature sure. of the game, which creator mm-hmm. Sid Meier himself called the one more turn quality, and its nearly unlimited choices that prevented repetitive gameplay, uh, earned Civ, uh, Civilization's recognition from the computer gaming world as the best video game of all time in 1996, said John Paul Dyson, director of the Strong's International Center of for the History of Electronic Games. Altogether, and given the extraordinarily long periods of play the game afforded, players have engaged with Civilization series for more than a billion hours. So I thought that was interesting because I knew Amy played Animal Crossing. You've played games. I'm into Mafia right now. So <laughs> we've all got our games games on our phone. The really old Mafias, like Mafia 1 and 2? Um, it's the original, but in the definitive oh edition. Oh, God, yeah. That's what I'm playing. Wow. Right so you're going to go home and snuggle up and play some Mafia. <laughs> Yum. You know what? I, you I know, play Mafia in real life. No, you do not. Um, basically, usually what I end up doing is I'll, I'll do, like, a bunch of meme games. You know, like, nostalgia and meme is, like, a lot of things that like fuel Neopets? the fire of my life. Yeah. Like Amy doesn't that. know what that is. You never had the Neopets? I know what Neopets is. You, you said you didn't. I don't know, like, what the game is, but I know of the name Neopets. The concept, yeah. Like, you can get a pet for your pet for your pet for your pet. All right, you lost me there. But, um, <laughs> yeah, like, Neopets, like, Club Penguin, Amy? Yes. Bro, oh, I yeah, played yes. Club Penguin March 2020 with my best friend. 
Yeah, same. And then, you know, the dude turned out to be really bad. Yeah. And, like, you, were you yeah, there for that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that was a wave. Like, I um, went to the Club Penguin prom. Shout out if anyone went to that Club Penguin prom that they were hosting. It was, like, a low-key prom. Like, it was on, like, TikTok. They were, like, come to the Club Penguin prom. And my friend and I went on, and we had, like, a phone call that lasted 11 hours. But I tipped the iceberg with my friend. <gasps> so did we. Yeah. We knew we were there together. We Maybe. Didn't know we, all, we all drilled together. Yeah, yeah it was it. after prom. See, this is what builds bonds, Jake. <laughs> yeah. You called Kira for 11 hours? Yeah. Holy moly. Wow. Well, because we were tipping the iceberg. It was yeah. important. It's, yeah, it's pretty What does important. that mean, tipping the iceberg? So there's an iceberg that you can go to. Like on the map, you get a map. You get to look at okay. it. You can go to the iceberg. And it's literally, there's nothing there. It's okay. literally an iceberg. iceberg. I think there was a little mini game you could play there. And you like drill like this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And if you got a drill on this one thing, like if you found the drill or whatever it was in this mine, you could drill. And if you got like a hundred different club penguin online people to drill with you on the edge of the iceberg it would quite literally tip what? and turn into a dance party on the other side what of the iceberg. yes with a dance floor yeah with the dance floor and like confetti and like everything yeah oh my god that's sick yeah that's interesting isn't that so yeah we all got our games and then that got dismantled because of the owner and so it. what happened with that anyway so like basically Club Penguin shut down in, like, 2008 right. or whatever. Remember it was that. probably not yeah. 2008, but, like, 15, 16. Okay. And so this dude who made it a passion project was like, listen. Also, don't credit me on this. I don't know 100% the story. Um, but they were like, listen, like, let's reopen it for the nostalgia and everything. Everything was unlocked. Yep. Like, the coins, the puffles. You can get anything. Puffles. Puffles for free. So you didn't have a membership. It was, like, called, like, Club Penguin what, re- rewritten. Is that what it's called? Yes, rewritten. Yeah, and so it was basically the exact, it was literally the exact same thing. But it was owned by this dude who just loved Club Penguin and wanted everyone to have it again. Okay. It was originally owned by Disney. Yeah. So it was like heavily censored and monetized and everything. And then this dude was allegedly not getting anything from it. Well, he ended up getting underage girls' numbers from it. Let's go. Okay. also got money, I think, from it. Wow. So it got... Band, not little, let alone the fact of what happened in Club Penguin. It's always like you think people are like really awesome and cool, then like pedophiles. Yeah. It's always the good people. How often does that happen? I feel like pretty often. I feel like it depends. Yeah, it does depend. Like in like like this case, yeah. Yeah, that um, sucks. But yeah, but like there was like allegedly like people asking for nudes on the site. <laughs> like, can I say that? Yes. Okay. And there's other inappropriate things, anti-Semitic things happening. Oh, my. Uh, racial things happening. Oh. Sexual things happening. Like, it was um, a game. Club Penguin? Well, that, it was, it was uncensored. You could I say mean, whatever you wanted. Oh. There was no, it wasn't Disney owned anymore, oh, so, so. It, there was no censorship. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, can you just imagine the, the. Anarchy. The world. Yep. And then put it in Club Penguin. So, Yeah. And then when that got thrown down, I was like, Reg, my friend, what are we going to play? And then I was like, baby, I got an idea. We're going to play Roblox. And how is Roblox? I mean, it's, you know, it's chilling. You get you get some fatty memes from there. There's a lot of games that are just so nonsensical. It's funny. Isn't it like like a block version of GTA, basically? I mean, it's a platform with like a billion <laughs> different games. Right. So one time I played like Haunted Ratatouille where you had to find all the eight cheeses like a Slender Man game, but with an evil Ratatouille. I'm surprised, Amy, you haven't played that yet. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. And then sometimes there's like Laundry Simulator where you can like do laundry. <laughs> hey, you know what, Tori? <laughs> what? You know what's better than Laundry Simulator? What? Real laundry. I actually did my laundry. 
Really? Yeah. I said I was going to do it yesterday, and here I am. So not done. It's, like, way too piled up right now. I had to, like, dig for socks. It was bad. How do you deal with that? Oh, my God. It's so hard. It's, like, a class in itself. It's so hard. <laughs> Shut up. I always include him in the list, like, the roster running list of things I'm going through. I'm like, I'm student teaching. I have a job. I'm doing this, this, and this. And I have a boyfriend. Yeah, like, you honestly are, like, part of the task list. Well, with that being said, we'll be back with more... Oh my goodness. She's so defeated. <laughs> we'll be back after these messages. Hey Tori, why don't you say the byline? Um, hmm. You guys are listening to the Radio Voice Kastani University, KUR, baby. Okay, I, I, I could do without that. KUR, we like to think that we're doing something that not many of those corporate-owned radio stations out there do any longer, providing our listeners with local content produced by local KU students and staff, interspersed with some of the finest and national content out there, all rolled up into one great package we call KUR. From our lovably popular daytime format called Radio for Pets, to mornings with Tom Hartman every weekday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. discussing the day's news, opinion, and debate, to all of the great student specialty shows which range from rock to independent music to R&B to K-pop to dance to smooth jazz and more right down to various educational talk programs interviewing campus newsmakers and live sports on the weekend KUR is the perfect package check out our on-air schedule by going to our website at www.kutztown.edu slash KUR that's www.kutztown.edu slash KUR and click on the schedule and if you ever have any comments about our programming something we're doing that you like or don't like just let us know send us an email to KUR at Kutztown Edu. That's KUR at Kutztown.edu. Thanks for listening to your campus and community radio station right here in northeastern Berks County. The radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR Kutztown. And Amy's here. Hi, Amy. Hi. Tori. Yeah. Here's a question. Okay. What is your favorite? Oh, hi, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, everyone. We have Matt back on the radio show, not podcast, like I accidentally slipped up and said last time. Yeah, come on. Yeah. It's not a. It's not a two white guys podcast. It's just two white guys radio show. Uh, It could be a podcast. It could be a podcast. Make sure you tune in on Spotify next week. Yeah. Didn't I just talk about a gaming um, article where women are underrepresented? So anyway, you want to read that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just um, so I don't know why I signed up for this. Oh, man. Matt, you have something to say. You came here to say something and make a, make a statement. I, I did. Mm-hmm. It's taken me a long time to get here. Oh, yeah. And be able to get this off my chest. Right. But I would like to call attention to the KU community. Mm-hmm. 
and let them know that the KU faculty and staff members can indeed join KUR. Yeah. Then contact KUR at kutztown.edu to mm-hmm. express their interest in joining. Mm-hmm. You can also call the toll-free number of mm-hmm. 610-683-4059 or stop by rooms mm-hmm. 188 or mm-hmm. 190 mm-hmm. in a McFarland student union. McFarland. That's how it's spelled. It's a far land. It is indeed. This message is brought to you by the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR. You know, the last time I had to bleep something out was Christmas? actually last year. Um, I bleeped myself out. Or no, I bleeped Tori out. But before that, I had one episode where I had to do about six or seven of them. And it's with someone who couldn't make it today who I reached out to. Unfortunate. Joe West was supposed to be on the show today. He just couldn't make it. He's a, he's a full-time job and everything. Gone, but, but forgotten. Yeah. He, uh... He cursed about like eight or nine times. He did. It took that about five hours ride. to edit because I had to sure find he only one. cursed eight or nine times because the other five thousand times we were like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I miss Joe. I do too. He was a burst of energy. He was. He was just a ray of sunshine. He was a ray of something. Um, Amy, you were telling me about this cocaine. Why, yes, I was. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was just a personal story. Now okay. let's get into the article. <laughs> We're sharing personal stories? <laughs> you know, so, your your education people are going to find this and take it out of context. My and just, education people. Do you, do you mean teachers? I thought yeah. you meant my students. <laughs> your students listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> mommy, what's cooking? Why would they call me mommy? No, like they're asking Actually, their one of my mom. students did call me mommy once. No way. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of cute, though. I was like, oh, that's so the most sweet. mortifying experience. Yeah, no, really. it was sweet. All right. So, <clears throat> mm-hmm. morning jolt. Mm. Cocaine stashed amid mm-hmm. coffee bean bags at Swiss warehouse. I read this and I thought it said cocaine stashed Amish coffee at first. That wasn't us, right? Totally. I I, I never even thought about putting in no, coffee bags. Amish? Yeah, no. No. Not us. Horse and buggies never get pulled over. No. Fun fact. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> the workers at an espresso warehouse found 500 kilograms, which for those Americans is 1,100 pounds, of cocaine with a street value of $50 million. Woo. Wow. I'm sorry, how much? $50 million. $50 million. That could almost cover our college debt combined. Not enough. No, not like enough. Like about half. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't even thinking about that. Okay. So, Swiss police say an investigation is underway after workers at an espresso warehouse in western Switzerland found 500 kilograms, over 1,100 pounds, of cocaine with a street value of $50 million as they unloaded coffee beans that had arrived by train. Regional police in Fribourg said late Thursday they were alerted Monday by the company to the discovery at the facility in the town of Romont and immediately set up a broad security perimeter around it with a large deployment of officers. Customs and border control agents were called in. Wait, this isn't, what, Romont? Switzerland. 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 And also, the article never mentioned how much, like, how heavy it was in pounds. Amy just knew that for whatever really weird, odd, circumstantial reason. Well, I just took an educated guess. I actually, um... Yeah, I actually have to go make a Swedish phone call real quick. Yeah. Specifically a Swedish phone call. Can I use someone's phone? I maxed out on international uh, calls. Now I know why my card was declined. 
So I like to tell a story. Like, no one ever believes me when I say the story, but I did read it in WJL one day. So there is a house in Mannheim in Lancaster. It's like the the rich people live there, like Mannheim Central and Mannheim mm-hmm. Township. Yeah. yeah. It's like a rich sort of like neighborhood, not neighborhood, like yeah. area. So El Chapo, everyone knows El Chapo. Yeah, although Amy's face, whenever I bring up someone famous connecting to like me or like my life, she always just doubts it. Well, oh, like this is Justin coming Momoa. from this is coming from there the man who said he there was directly related to Jason Momoa. Continue. That was not true. That's so incredible. Anyway, El Chapo had bought or rented a house in Mannheim through somebody and stashed a ton of cocaine in the walls of that house and the way he smuggled it in you won't ever believe this, was Smoketown Airport. You know Smoketown Airport? Never been. No, it's the one, Don't you think know, it exists. You know the- Smoketown sh- Airport? The place that broke down, like, a uh, hundred years ago? You know the sheets by Smoketown Elementary, by the high school? No. The sheets by the high school. <laughs> you just no discrediting Jake By CB High School. You. There's a yeah. Rudders nearby. No, the sheets by CB High School, on the way to my grandparents' house. And by my Your grandparents live there? <laughs> they People are going to show up school. to your grandparents' really? house. Yes, and by Michael's house. Where does Michael live? Anyway. What's his address exactly? There's a yeah, really, really, there. really tiny airport. Like, tiny, tiny airport with literally one runway and, like, one building. And he smuggled it through that. It's meant for, like, one, maybe two-person aircraft. And that's how he smuggled the cocaine in. Well, he couldn't have. It's meant for people, not cocaine. You know what, Matt? You're right. Why didn't they think <laughs> of that? I'd make a great detective. Yeah, you. they should just hire you for the... Department of Defense for the entire country. Honestly, that's where I applied. And you'll get the job. <laughs> Once I see this, not podcast. No. Why would it be? Okay. So, um, continuing. You look like an e-girl. <laughs> Thank you. What the kind co- of comment is that? <laughs> this next part is important. The cocaine seized has an 80% degree of purity and its market value is estimated at more than 50 million francs, the police said, adding that the stash appeared destined for the European market. Now listen to this. On Friday, the European Union's law enforcement agency um, and the European Monitoring Center for Drugs and Drug Addiction reported that cocaine availability in Europe is probably at an all-time high. Did everyone get that? All-time high? Jake, wait, hold on. I have a quick question to Google. Oh, wait. Oh, that's weird. My alert just came up for my flight to Europe. How much for They a- allow visa-free travel among many European countries. Mm-hmm. Switzerland mm-hmm. does. So, um, for anyone who is interested. 812. Okay, yeah, you know what? Uh, Europe is um, out of the question. Go ahead, Amy. Well, um, basically, just to sum it up, Nestle said that it could not provide more details because of the ongoing police wait, investigation. Wait, what did Nestle get involved in this? Well, because remember the part about Nespresso? Maybe if you were paying attention and not talking well, about on uh, your phones, you would have figured out where Espresso is a type of Nestle coffee. Can. Nestle doesn't own espresso coffee. Do they? Do well, they? how do we know? Do they? <laughs> how deep does this rabbit hole go? Let me please read. Okay, don't make me use my teacher voice. Tori and I can both use our teacher voices, and then you're going to be upset. Oh, my timbers. Swiss. Oh, no. Oh, no, my timbers. Oh, man. <laughs> my my timbers. Swiss food and drinks. Wait. Swiss food and drinks. Giant Nestle. Wait, what? You got it. Swiss food and drinks. Giant Nestle, which is Swiss. It is Swiss. Sought to reassure customers. So wait, maybe it's not Switzerland the country. It's just Swiss the brand. The giant Nestle is the giant because it's Swiss food and drinks giant. They're the giant of those. 
Swiss food and <laughs> drinks, giant Nestle. So it's saying Swiss food and drinks. The giant is Nestle. Yes, Nestle is the big company. <laughs> yes, which owns Nespresso. So I have to reassure customers that all our products are safe to consume. I thought they were referencing giant as in the grocery store, no. honestly. Oh, I thought they meant like the, the Iron Giant. A giant employee would know. Duh. I'm an ex-giant employee. and Are you seriously? Yeah. No. I used to work in the deli in the front end. Mm -hmm. I also did bakery. And I also did um, the grocery for a little I bit. I visited him oh, one wow. time. Yeah. So you know how painful it is. Oh, I hated it. Oh, okay, the, cool. The best part was redacted, 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 redacted. <laughs> and the worst part was... Redacted. Beep. And the best part was... Leaving. Eating food. <laughs> <laughs> Eating food. Totally not stealing candy from the counter. I never did. Really? Yeah. Oh, neither did I, huh? But you didn't work at Giant Cheese. How do you know that? <sighs> I've had a lot of jobs in my lifetime. Oops! This is really professional. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to bring this up because, Matt, you're a fan of rock. Like uh, the rock? Oh, I him. Am. Yeah, he's cool. Mm -hmm. But I want you to read this article. Okay. So make some room. Leave your visa. <laughs> yeah. I came here all prepped out. I had pizza. And your visa. Soda. Okay, I'm going to correct you first off. Mm -hmm. um, Metallica is technically metal, not rock. Duh. Metallica Baby. Woman gives birth at Brazil Stadium show as band plays Enter Sandman. End quote. Yo. <laughs> that's pretty sick, though. That's it. Yeah, no, that that's the entire article. It just repeats that. Over and over again? It's no, just that line uh, over and over again. That's what. Joyce M. Figueroa was 39 weeks pregnant and sitting in a special area at a Metallica show in Brazil when her contractions began during the set. She has posted details of her son's unusual birthplace on Instagram with the band sharing the news with fans. There is then a really unglamorous picture of Lars Ulrich playing the drums in the background. <laughs> it, like He looks like he's mid-dump. Um... Supermarkets, cars, and lifts. No, that's... Okay, no, th that's part of it. It looks like an ad. It's so weird. Supermarkets, cars, and lifts are just some of the unusual birthplaces reported for babies who have made speedy entrances into the world. But one newborn in Brazil now surely lays claim to the most rock and roll arrival of all time. Two-day-old Luan Figaro was born at the Metallica gig at the... Kudo Pierre Stadium in Brazil, southern state of... What do you, why do you keep banging on your chest? I'm Sorry, he's about to go close. full monkey. I'm this close. It's happening. What? what no, you... nothing. Keep going. Are you going full no, no, monkey No, 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 no. I'm holding myself back. I'm holding myself back. I'm holding yourself back? Yes. Metallica. <laughs> actually, really, details actually, of the let's, birth. Let's derail for a second. Okay. Do you know who Jake reminds me of? When that little boy in Jumanji turns into a monkey. <laughs> 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 Look at your beard. It's giving me that vibe. You know, do you want to know who he reminds me of? Who? The Riddler from the new Batman. Oh, I didn't see it. So I would not know. Jamie, can we pull that up? You want to pull that up for me, Jamie? Uh, gonna, All right, you pull up that and I'll no, pull, I'll pull up, it up. I'll pull charged. up the monkey okay. from Jumanji. All right, we'll compare. Mm -hmm. Keep going with the article. Um, <clears throat> um, Joyce had bought tickets to the show three years ago when she was 39. Oh, she said she was 39 weeks pregnant and sitting in a special area. Her contractions began, and with three songs left to go, the plan was to take her to the hospital by ambulance, but there was no more time. Sharing the news and posts written in both Portuguese and English on Instagram, Miss Figaro says that her son was born right there in the stadium as the band's biggest hit, Enter Sandman, played. You see, that might be their biggest hit, but mm. yeah, that kind of looked like him, though. Loki. 
except for nose. No, no, the nose more so, I would say. For those of you at home listening to this, look up Jumanji Monkey Kid. Yeah. I yeah, looked that's up Kid I, Boy no. Monkey Jumanji. I mean, like, the, the jawline, the, <laughs> the chin, jawline, yeah. the mouth, can you Can you pull up Riddler? I sent it to Tori, but yeah. I'll, oh. Here you go. Yeah. Oh, so. There he goes. We have this guy. I think Kid Boy Monkey Jumanji. No, me, me and Jake understand. He is just like this guy. He's Sigma as yeah, all heck. Yeah, I am a serial killer too. Anyway. This is going to be on the Netflix documentary. <laughs> and he was a, a co-host of a radio show where he first admitted Ooh, that he was the actual serial killer of, I don't know. So this is what it's like away from Jake. <laughs> Oh, Matt, that knife was just for show. Oh. He cursed. He cursed. What? I did? No. no. Matthew did. Oh, my goodness. There we go. There we go. We had it to bleep you twice. Yeah, and all those redacteds that we had at Yeah. Well, that's it for the guest segment. <laughs> and just like that. And just like that Should on our final. final yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um. Sorry, Matt, give your final remarks. <laughs> uh, no, Amy's going first. I yield my time to Amy. Okay, go ahead. Oh my gosh, thank you. I just wanted to give a shout out. <laughs> that was so messed up. I was going to shout out to all of my fans um, from the three now episodes I've been on. Um, thank you to all of my fans who have reached out to me for autographs or pictures or anything, who sent me letters. Um, yeah, love you guys. You even had a set of a P.O. box because of all the, like, the stuff you've been getting. It was overflowing people like would walk up room. to you at, like walmart and you'd be wearing sunglasses as a scarf and a hat luckily she can visit her fans next semester because she's going to grad school wow look so at that. she'll be back hopefully absolutely i'm never gonna have her on the show again matt would you like to go sure <clears throat> so i'll preface this with a little bit of a statement okay joe uh jake gave me no information for what i was doing today um <laughs> same I was sort of thrust into this situation, Same. just like this poor Metallica baby was. Didn't ask to be here. Didn't want to be here. Uh, I kid. Yes. I do want to be here. Mm-hmm. I'm here with Jake. Are you guys holding hands? I'm gripping his no, thigh. No, 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 no. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> no, we're yeah. not holding hands. Yeah, definitely definitely not. How would we ever hold hands? Definitely not just doing that. Anyway, final remarks. I'm glad this is the last episode because I think we'll be kicked off the air because of this one. Why? What I'll just keep going. About? Just keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> we're running a. We're already <laughs> over like commercial break at this point. I'm just saying. Someone we were keeps interrupting me about five minutes ago. But Who's we're interrupting just going. me? You. You are. Right now it's Doctor Phil segment of Marvel. Oh my issues. God! Here we go. You are not. You the father. are the father. Oh. Sorry, there's a paper switch up. Uh, next episode, we're gonna go over this. <laughs> the big screen in the back, like the producer, like shows the actual baby. And they're always like crying. <laughs> All right, but I didn't run in the back hallway, and the camera crew's like this. They always run. Like, trying to follow me. <laughs> That's me chasing Jake down to try and get him to do it. The last and... cosmic brownie running around the apartment. Yeah. <laughs> but as as final remarks go, uh, thanks for bringing me on. I'm glad I could be here. Um, no, you're not. I had to pay you to come on here. You see, this is what I mean. I can't. I can't finish. Right. Right. <laughs> I just say that. I have closing remarks to make. He still hasn't made his closing <laughs> remarks. Every time I try, Jake speaks up. So, sir, will you let me finish? <laughs> Thank you. you. <laughs> this is fun. That's it.
That's it. That's uh, this is, this is it. a great time. Uh, I've enjoyed coming on. I was Jake's very first co-host. Um, uh, you didn't continue with me due what to. What did you say? <laughs> Before, like a really good hand. What did you say? You said something that I have to bleep out later. Cut. Would do you want me to explain no, it to you? No. Did you say something that I have to bleep out later? No. Okay. So what did you say? <laughs> um. So you said. Oh my that... god! Can we cut the break? <laughs> Let's talk this cut through. the break. All right. Um. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, no, the show's us, not over. Catch us at, after the commercial break. This is you've been listening to the radio voice of Cutstown University. Gay you are. This is perspective. All right. You can all leave. K-U-R. Hello there. General Kenobi. <laughs> the radio voice of Kutztown University. Programming on Kutztown University Radio brought to you in part by the students of Kutztown University. I'm Stella Florence. Checking campus headlines. Kutztown University now offers a new minor in business analytics within its Department of Business Administration. Business analytics is a program that will help students apply statistical skills to more effectively arrive at data-driven business decisions. Employers are seeking these skills across a wide variety of business fields, including marketing, operations, human resources, finance and accounting. The advancement of information technology has allowed firms to better harness their data in order to identify new opportunities and to improve performance. As important as the analysis of the data itself is, the ability to communicate the results of those analyses to others within the firm is equally vital. The ability to do these things well confers a competitive advantage on firms. You can learn more about the new business analytics minor online or by contacting Kutztown University's Department of Business Administration at 610-683-4580. We check news hourly here on your news leader. KUR. perspective the last time ever why do you keep saying that all right so our friends uh matt and amy have left Mm -hmm. maybe next week academic Mm -hmm. semester yeah we can maybe get joe on that would be cool that'd be kind of rad if i may say so a long-term goal for us um 
I had to cut a lot of that conversation out. Yeah, it kind of got derailed. I don't know what's worse, having Joe on or having Matt on. Because both of them you have to censor, but in many, many different ways. Very different ways. Yeah. Joe kind of like has an idea, sticks with it, and sort of bulldozes through every single rule and regulation. Mm-hmm. Matt goes out of his way to teeter on the line. Yeah. And sometimes and he teeters and totters it. the wrong way. Yeah. And then kind of derails onto another subject and mm-hmm. then comes back to the point. Yep. So. So I figure with so many um, potty jokes, we, we end on the last episode with one. Not end, but let's include in the last episode. Uh, ecology professor theorizes Loch Ness Monster may just be a whale penis. Oh. Yeah. And the byline, not the byline, this is the secondary thing is like the theory is arousing her interest. Get it? Because like uh, an ecology professor has just come up with a theory. The Loch Ness Monster that is sure to stimulate controversy. I'll get it. Michael Sweet, who is a professor in molecular ecology at the University of Derby, recently suggested on Twitter that Nessie isn't a monster at all. But just a whale penis. Sweet said that the sea monster stories reported by explorers were inspired by what he called tentacled and alien-esque appendages emerged from the water. But while many of the observers may may have believed the appendages breaking the ocean surface might be something more sinister lurking beneath, Sweet said that in many cases, (laughs) I can't say that on air, it's a curse word, it's just whale penises. They include pictures of what he is talking about, which I will show you now, Tori. Oh, wonderful. Yep. So that is very similar to how the Loch Ness looks, actually. Um, in fact, that is probably it. Um, and he goes... That was outside. Oh, I was like, I thought I heard a whale. Uh, <laughs> he goes on to say, whales often mate in groups, so while one male is busy with the female, the other male just pops his thing out of the water while swimming around waiting his turn. Everyone's got to have a bit of fun, right? One female whale is typically paired with a primary escort, and a group of males will try to fight for their right to overthrow the escort and earn mating rights. A competition pod can have just a handful of whales of a, or a larger group of 12 to 15. Would you look at that? The Loch Ness Monster is just a whale penis. Wow. Can't believe that happened. What do you think about that? I have no comment. Okay. Um, would you like to move on? Yeah, I have some things I could talk okay, about. Okay, go ahead, yeah. Awesome. So, um, I, th- I thought this one was interesting just because um, I did not think it existed. International No Diet Day was started to promote <laughs> body acceptance in yeah. 1992. I heard about that, yeah. So, that was the 6th. International No Diet Day. I think the 6th was last Friday. Mm-hmm. An annual celebration of body acceptance observed on May 6th was started by a British feminist in 1992. Mary Evans Young, a feminist author and director of the British group Diet Breakers, organized the first No Diet Day in England on May 5, 1992. Young said she was inspired by her own struggles with anorexia nervosa, um, nervosa sorry, mm. and um, childhood bullying about her weight. The first No Diet Day was celebrated with a picnic attended by a few dozen women, but the next year international interest in the holiday was peaked, so holiday was renamed International No Diet Day and moved to May 6 to avoid conflicting with Cinco de Mayo. Mm. Uh, the holiday is marked today by various groups aiming to encourage body acceptance and raise awareness of harmful dieting practices. Other holidays and observances for May 6 include Child Care Provider Day, International Space Day, National Beverage Day, National Crepes Suzette Day, uh, National Public Green Gardens Day, and No Pants Day. 
So Let's there's go. other things you might hear. On I would love to partake in No Pants Day, actually. That sounds like a fun. Depends, I guess, where you are. In public, though. No. Yeah, so. So looking at the time, we actually only have like two and a half minutes left. So I'm actually looking at how long we've been recording. And it'd be safer to end then. All right, that's fine. Um, but like I said, I love to partake in No Pants Day around my house. Um, I feel like I do it every day. Well, you might have to think about that for next year, so. In my room. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. But. But. And on that note, we're going to end it here. Um, do you have your closing remarks for the last I'm episode of hungry. the year? Oh, my God. <laughs> I did it. I did it. I cannot believe you just openly did that. I am starving. You have I pizza am really, right in front I of know. You. And I declined Matt because I felt bad because I felt like I was rushing him in here. Yeah. I can't believe I did that. After all these years, I've never done it before. I've called it a podcast today, and I cursed. And you somehow managed to twist this radio segment into more work for you because now you have to completely go through this whole thing and sift through every uh, innuendo, um, misleading intention, and curse word. This is going to be fun. I'm going to hear this episode over and over again. But yes, I am ravagedly hungry. I ate way earlier today. But I really feel bad for Matt because I feel like I was dragging him on the radio show. Mm-hmm. Well, it was nice. But to I think him. he had a good time. Mm-hmm. Anything you'd like to say? I if think this is it. the last. This is the last I mean, one, though. For a while, yeah. Until we come back uh, in September. Do you plan to do any uh, summer segments to fill in? Probably not. We're gonna be pretty packed and busy, and you know, I'll be doing my own radio stuff. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Well, this is it. This is it. This is it. We're done. Look at that. And we won most creative talk show. We did. You Isn't forgot to weird? fill us in. Am I? Yeah. Do I get a copy of that? No. I'll just put, I framed it. I'll just throw it in the living room. Yeah. So we can both look and admire it. We're going to walk back and be like, whoa, you guys won an award. And they probably won't see it's signed by Piper. The giraffe. The mascot of K-War. Did you have fun? I did. Yeah. It's the last one of our undergrad year. I know. Do you remember when I first had you on the show? Yep. We were in that studio. That was a good time. That's when it was live. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad we did pre-recorded. It was a lot better. It's a lot more work, though. I'm me. Yonio, yeah. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> I want to I wanna teach you how to edit a show. This summer? Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening and your continued, continued patronage on the show. A couple times, like two times maybe, I, I got ran into uh, from people that uh, recognized us, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And then one time they said the other girl referred to you. Rude. Well, thank you all for listening. We'll be back in the fall. Tori, you have anything to say? I don't know. I don't think I have anything to say. It's a weird feeling, right? Yeah, because like, we're coming back. Yeah. But it's, it's not going to be like like we said, where are they now version. Right, exactly. And, so. like, next semester or the semester after will probably be our last, to yeah. be honest. So I guess for the undergrad part of the show, we're done. You undergrads out there, have fun while you can. Yep. Like, we're old, but we're telling you. pandemic could hit. Yeah, then, a whole pandemic can hit in two years of your whole thing home. is gone. Thank you all for listening. We'll catch you in the fall. Peace out. Bye. You are listening to the Radio Boys of Kutztown University. Okay, you are. Ba-da-da-ba-da.
Perspectives is brought to you by co-hosts Tori Bellis and Jake Lemke. Original sound by Matthew Bandy. Current sound by Brandon Gerlach. Show produced by Jake Lemke with support and platform from Kutztown University Radio, KUR.